Now don't get me wrong, it's pretty easy to get into the US illegally. Just sneak yourself in, live under the radar, avoid ICE, live in a state like California and you're all good. I guess for some people, living in fear of being deported their entire lives is worth whatever they were escaping. But what about people like me? I come from one of the best countries in the world. In fact, many parts of the United States seem like a third world country when you compare it to Singapore. I have the second most valuable passport in the world, with visa-free travel to 190 countries. Singapore is the world's second safest city right after Tokyo. A teenage girl could definitely feel safe taking a 3am walk down the streets of Singapore. So why would someone like me be so hell-bent on moving to the United States? The answer is simple. Civil liberties. The glitz and glamour of Singapore comes at a cost. Singapore is often looked upon as a nation-building miracle, evolving from a third world country to a first world country within a matter of decades. And in order for this to be possible, the Singapore government needed the citizens of Singapore to have the fullest trust in the government. Therefore, ever since our independence, the system was already predetermined to ensure that the odds would forever be in the favour of the ruling party. They needed to make sure that any potential sources of dissent were snuffed out. Chinese schools that might have links to Communist China? Abolished. Catholics practicing social teachings suspected of Marxist ideologies? Arrested. And this goes on till this very day, even after all our success as a nation. Malay Muslims are still discriminated against when it comes to military status out of the fear that they might have dual loyalties to our neighbouring country Malaysia. Journalists with critical views of the country's leadership are censored through defamation lawsuits or by simply blocking access to their websites altogether. On the World Press Freedom Index, Singapore ranks number 158. Getting nice and cosy alongside Iraq at 162. Russia at 149, China at 177, and North Korea ranking right at the bottom at 180. Our safety comes at a cost. And for most people, that's perfectly fine. But if you know me and what my values are, I am very not fine with this. So yeah, why don't I just move to the US if I'm so unhappy? It's not that easy. In order to move to the US, I would have to do one of the following. Method 1. Make an asylum claim. Due to the earlier mentioned material privileges of being a Singaporean, it would be extremely challenging to make the case that I was being persecuted as compared to someone who, say, literally having bombs go off in their backyard. Unless, of course, I were to actively speak out against the government, which would definitely result in persecution. However, I do have people that I care about here who would be rather inconvenienced by being associated with a criminal. Method 2. Go to college. Now, on top of the fact that I am not at all academically inclined, which leaves scholarships out of the question, going to college in the US as a foreigner would render me hundreds and thousands of dollars in debt, and honestly, I'm not too keen on exchanging one form of bondage for another. Method 3. Getting a job. Now this would be the ideal option, however, getting a work visa is not that easy. It requires a 
complicated process and not to mention a minimum qualification of a college degree, which I currently do not have due to the fact that I am not legally allowed to attend college until I complete two years of mandatory military service, which supposedly starts later this year, which is a whole other issue that I have to deal with right now. And lastly, method four, green card by marriage. Now, this is obviously the easiest option, however, it has proven rather difficult for me to meet a nice Catholic girl who happens to share my values and is at a reasonable age and that I actually really fancy, and as much as I joke about it, I do have some moral standards and I'm not about to get married simply out of desperation for a green card. Or I could become a priest, maybe I should start looking into that option. So the issue here isn't about getting into the United States, it's rather about staying there legally and permanently. Of course I could make a crazy decision now to take a huge college loan, maybe I could find a way to sneak in and support myself, but what happens if one day something happens and my student visa is revoked? What happens if I lose my obscure job? What happens if I'm then rendered stateless and have no country to go to? Now of course, if I could be guaranteed permanent residency in the United States, I would have absolutely zero problems just defaulting on my national service and just never coming back. But obviously, that's not happening anytime soon, and defaulting on my national service would automatically make me a criminal here in Singapore, and I would never be able to return here anyway. So I'm either all in, or I run the risk of being potentially thrown in jail if things go sideways. And this is where I'm seeing a major flaw in the immigration system. What kind of people are you really getting under such a system? Here's what America claims to be about, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now think about the so-called American dream, the college dropout who realized that a college degree didn't define what he could do with life. The kid who grew up in a single mom family, whose abusive father say left them with no money, but he built himself up from rags to riches. At least, that's what I think about when I imagine the American dream. And the thing is, no amount of paper qualifications can determine that. And with such a system, you leave all these people who weren't as fortunate to be born an American citizen out in the cold without a fighting chance. And instead, you're getting all these guys who, who let's be honest, probably got everything in life handed to them most likely and decided to take the safe, traditional, easy route to go to college and hit the books for four years or so. And yeah, sure, there's nothing wrong with that. America needs qualified people, don't get me wrong. But does that sound like the American spirit to you? Because ultimately, if you want immigrants who not only make America a better place today, but keep America the great nation it is in the long run for centuries to come, no amount of paper qualifications can determine if someone is going to assimilate into American culture. No doctorate degree can determine if someone isn't going to vote some socialist into office and destroy everything that makes America the greatest, freest nation in the world. And most importantly, no piece of paper could ever determine if someone is going to swear allegiance to the flag and be willing to die for what it stands for. But unfortunately, until someone devises some way to determine how much of the American spirit someone has, the immigration system might just always be broken. I'm Gabriel X. Charles and that's been On My Mind.